Good morning, everybody. It's so great and exciting to be here with you. I think this is probably going to be your last Wednesday Mass before you guys go on break. Is that correct? So there's a lot going on, right? As we come to Advent, most of us are looking forward to what day? Christmas, right? So in Christmas, there are a lot of common images that come about, right? But the common image that we have is jolly old Saint Nick, right? Santa Claus. So what are some images, or when, you, when I say Santa Claus, what are some things that are associated with Santa Claus? He gives presents. Okay, so he gives presents. What else? What does he wear? What does he wear? He wears red clothes. He wears red clothes. What animal guides his sleigh? A reindeer. Reindeers, right? So if I told you Santa Claus doesn't dress up in red anymore, he wears white. Do you guys believe me? No. no? What if I said Santa Claus, instead of using reindeers, he uses alligators? No, right? Instead of, instead of handing out gifts, what if he decides to hand us out um, stuffed, stuffed animals or tigers? Do you think that's Santa Claus? No, right? So what is interesting today is in our gospel reading, we hear about this person named John the Baptist. If you remember through scripture, John the Baptist was the one who went out before Jesus and tells everyone to repent. And then when he gets to the Jordan River, he begins to baptize everyone. Jesus comes to John the Baptist and gets baptized. And then all of a sudden he proclaims and tells everyone, this is the Messiah, this is the one we're waiting for. But what is interesting is John the Baptist, today in our gospel reading, sends two of his disciples out to ask, are you the Messiah? Are you the one we're waiting for? So now let me ask my fifth and sixth graders. When we talk about kings, what images or what things do kings have? Where? What makes them a king? Okay, why don't you go first? A crown. A crown, good. How about you? What else is another sign of a king? Um, the Sorry? The okay. I was going to say the same thing. Kind of gold and jewelry. Gold and jewelry, good. Let me go this way. What else? A castle, right? One more, one more. He's sitting at a throne. He's sitting at a throne, right? So when John the Baptist is sitting in prison trying to make sense of all of this, right? We speak of Jesus coming as a Messiah, as someone to rule the world, the king above all kings, the savior, the one who's going to save all of us. But what do we get today? We don't get that image that we understand. 
So when we speak about a king, we talk about crowns, we talk about thrones, we talk about castles. But where is his first throne? Where's his first castle? We get a glimpse of it today here. His throne is not a big, nice, comfy chair, right? But he begins very simply in the manger, in a trough where animal eats. So those are the images that are running through John the Baptist's mind because it doesn't make sense. It's like I was sharing with you a minute ago. If Santa was going to drive and, and be guided by alligators, we wouldn't think it was Santa Claus, right? If he's wearing all white and he's not handing out gifts, we don't think it's Santa Claus. So John the Baptist today is confused because is Jesus really the Messiah? Is Jesus the one we're waiting for? Because Jesus doesn't, it doesn't make sense to John the Baptist. It doesn't make sense for him, but it makes sense for us, right? Because we are called today to spend time with him, to make sure we see and recognize Jesus in everything that we do. So let me see you raise a hand. How many of you can recognize Jesus in and through your classmate? Raise your hand. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because if you recognize Jesus in and through your classmates, are you, does Jesus, should you love Jesus? Should you be kind to Jesus? Should you do what your teachers ask you? So then the question I have for you today is why don't you? Why don't you? Because just like John the Baptist in our gospel reading today, it can get confusing. It can get difficult. If we love Jesus and we see Jesus in and through others, when we go out to the playground, everyone should be included in our games, right? Yes. But sometimes people are left out, are excluded, are not wanted to join in the games and to play together. When we get out to the playground, instead of being nice and letting everyone play, we're mean. We push people around. We don't include everyone into joining and playing on the playground together. So when we say that we love Jesus, when we say that we want to see Jesus in and through others, we're called to work to make sense. But when we do that on the playground, when we do that in class, what we're saying is we say Jesus is love, but yet we don't show people that Jesus is love. When we say that we see Jesus in the world, we see Jesus among us, but yet when we act, we act as if they're not Jesus, they're not created and they're not needing of God's love. So we too, like John the Baptist, sometimes get confused by what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to act, how to make sense of all of this. So today, as you kind of finish up your week and get ready for Christmas, we know we're waiting for Jesus. He doesn't come in this crown of glory he doesn't come with this big army, but he, come, he came very simply 2,000 years ago 
to a little town called Bethlehem, really of nowhere, Bethlehem, to be born not in a castle, not in a nice hospital, but in a manger. He's not born into a bed. He's not born into this nice basket, but he's born into a trough and laid in a trough where animal eats. So when we begin to look for Jesus, we're called today to look at the simple things. So I challenge you today, so I have homework for you today. I want you today to try to find Jesus in every moment of the day today. Whether you're in class, whether you're goofing off in the hallway with your friends, whether you're going from class to class, I want you to try to find where Jesus is at that moment with you. Can you do that? Can you do that?